Star Wars 7x7 episode 1157. Today, a conversation about the business and fandom of Force Friday and the hopes of fans for The Last Jedi, as well as a reveal of two new ships from The Last Jedi that comes from an unusual place. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and I was invited by Todd Vander Hayden of CTV News, and that's like CNN up in Canada, to come on the show and talk about the hopes of fandom for Force Friday and The Last Jedi and the business of fandom as well. And so here is the conversation I got to have with Todd Vander Hayden. Let's bring in Alan Voivod to the conversation. Alan is the host of Star Wars 7x7. It is the only daily Star Wars podcast, and he is one of our top go-to people here at CTV whenever we want to talk about <laughs> Star Wars, and he's coming to us from Guilford, New Hampshire. Good to have you with us, Alan. Thank you. Great to be back with you, Todd. How big is Force Friday for Star Wars fans? It's huge. It's essentially Christmas and Black Friday come up rolled into one so a tremendous holiday as you mentioned toys merchandise books a whole lot of stuff has come out in support of force friday and because of the last jedi film that's coming out now in let's see september october november December, well basically about four months or so uh mm -hmm. there's a lot of hype right Oh, a tremendous amount of hype. And th this is really the start of the hype season with all of these new products coming out. We get looks at new characters in the movie. We get hints, as you mentioned, in the packaging descriptions about what might happen in the movie. And people really start to buy into The Last Jedi. There's been a lot of talk in you know, Facebook groups and on social media, but this is really when you start to see it on the street, when people start getting all the merchandise and all the things that you can wear and all the things you can carry around and post photos of yourself with. All of that makes it a huge event. So this is the big, the big debut party for The Last Jedi. It's starting now. I know that as part of your daily podcast, you cover all things Star Wars, and no doubt Force Friday is a great opportunity for you, Alan, to really dive deep and dig into all of this stuff and try to figure out, oh, that's what the costume is going to look like, or what's that planet they're going to be talking about, or uh, what about that new spaceship we've never seen before? I mean, you get really granular on this sort of stuff, don't you? Absolutely. So they revealed in the casino city that's going to show up in the movie, they revealed a police speeder and a police officer. They showed us more about the guards that the mysterious Supreme Leader Snoke will be having at his side. And they even showed us that the old Imperial walkers from The Empire Strikes Back, way back in 1980, those walkers will appear in The Last Jedi, but they'll appear next to these new and much larger walkers that are referred to as guerrilla walkers, colloquially, or ATM-6s, if you want to get technical about it. <laughs> How excited are you about this new film, uh, The Last Jedi? I'm really excited about it, and I've been talking to people who have been pointing out the fact that we haven't really heard anything behind the scenes about it. And that's kind of important because 
With Rogue One, there were rumors about trouble on the set before they hired Tony Gilroy to come help with it. There were rumors about trouble on the set with the Han Solo movie before Phil Lord and Chris Miller were fired and Ron Howard was brought in. There's been none of that rumor talk with The Last Jedi at all. It sounds like everything has been going very well behind the scenes with writer-director Ryan Johnson. And a lot of people in the fan community have sort of adopted a in-Ryan-we-trust mentality. People are very very strongly excited about The Last Jedi and about Ryan Johnson and what he's going to bring to the franchise. And one final thing about just the sheer power of the merchandise. I mean, that is, uh, you know, such a cash cow for Disney, isn't it? Yes, it absolutely is. I haven't seen numbers for what it's like for the sequel trilogy, but at one point it was considered to be doing about eight times the amount of box office. So if the box office was $4 billion, the merchandise was worth $32 billion. But they're actually expanding now, not just to merchandise, but they're getting into augmented reality. That's the sort of new frontier that they're pursuing. And in Canada, if you go to the CN Tower or in Niagara Falls, if you're within a mile of it, you can use the Star Wars app and their Find the Force app, and you can actually point it at the sky and see a Star Destroyer in augmented reality hanging over the CN Tower or over Niagara Falls. <sighs> we love the Canadian reference, Alan. Thank you for this. Great to have you back with us. Likewise. Great to be here. Alan Voivod, the host of the only daily Star Wars podcast, Star Wars 7 by 7 And there you go, my conversation with Todd Vander Hayden on CTV News. I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to talk to you when we get back about a reveal of two capital ships from The Last Jedi in one of the strangest of places. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside, you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash tfa welcome back so the sphero app the app that allows you to control bb8 and now bb9e and r2d2 right they've got app enabled droids as they call them well the app it turns out revealed a couple of new capital ships for the last jedi one of them a resistance one and one of them a first order one and we'll be talking more in depth about them in tomorrow's episode but I thought I would leave you with the reveal that there is a First Order ship called the Supremacy, and this seems to be Supreme Leader Snoke's ship, and there is also a Mon Calamari ship called the Raddus, named no doubt in honor of Admiral Raddus, who led the attack at the Battle of Scarif in Rogue One. Neat little tie-in. And we'll talk about those two ships more tomorrow, because there's a lot more to talk about. But in the meantime, I just want to say thank you so much for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you try to rescue the Chancellor, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a scheme by a grievous, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is-
is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.